So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Javier. And this next episode, what I want to do is I want to, I want to talk about a, a post that I saw on LinkedIn recently. So I'm not going to take full credit for this, um, but I'm going to kind of um, elaborate more on this. So this is um, from the CEO at Lemon Pie and Hatch. They're a podcasting company. And he basically posts here that he says he's got 10 ways to use podcasting to increase revenue. And so I can, I, I, I've seen this done uh, in different markets. I've seen this done um, for like, for my own self, as far as like running a podcast when I was work, working with CMI Mechanical, I see this done like right now with my current podcast. Like I see this play being done quite a bit. And so what I want to share is I, I want to share just kind of these 10 things and then kind of break it down a little bit and, and see how it can be used and applied for um, facility management and property management companies. All right. So first one is going to be uh, number one is going to be regulars. You need a vehicle that allows people to spend significant and ongoing time with your brand every single week. And so what's really important here, this is kind of, you know, building into the brand equity piece. Um, what you want to kind of understand is, is that when people keep tuning into what you have to say, you start building brand equity. That has some sort of monetary return, if you will. It may not be immediate. It may not be like, you know, next week, next month, next, you know, in next quarter. It might be next year. But what that does is that it gives you an, uh, an opportunity to kind of, you know, create some, you know, regularity. So when people see you on a regular basis, they start relating to you. They start feeling comfortable with you. They start thinking that, you are the right person to listen to. And then they start thinking about like, hey, you know what? I should consider doing business with them. And that's kind of what um, what's the beauty about podcasting is that it essentially kind of gives you an opportunity to be a regular. This is why I, I, I publish two times a week, okay? So I publish every two weeks. I'm sorry, I publish two episodes every week. And there are times whenever like I'm scrambling to put together some podcast episodes, not that I don't have the content together. It's more of like, crap, I haven't had time. Like, you know, best example is my follower, my father-in-law recently passed away about six weeks ago. And I had a lot of podcasts baked in um, to get me through not just that because I was pre-planning before like he passed away. I was already planning on traveling to a lot of business trips that I knew I was not going to have a lot of time to record episodes. So what I did is like, you know what, I'm gonna essentially create some podcasts and just pre-bake them and then have them, you know, launched and and ready to go. And so I do this a lot. I I do what's called batch podcasting. But what I'm getting to is that when you publish regularly, that is gonna position you as an authority, as a leader uh, in your space, if you will, okay? All right, number two on why you should be having a podcast um, and how it's gonna increase revenue is that it's um, people are gonna binge bank, okay? So what he says here is that you need a binge, bingeable trail of content that you can use on offense during the sales process. And so this is huge, right? So 
we plan on launching a podcast at Ratmate and start and plan on using it as a way for our, our, our uh, leads, our prospects that are either MQLs or SQLs, depending on where they are on the pipeline, and feeding them content. And this allows them to start binging on your content as well too. So not only that, this allows your sales team to have some more tools in their tool belt on saying, hey, I'm reaching out to you about this. Hey, I'm reaching out to you about this. And so they have opportunities to reach out to them, not just like, hey, do you wanna buy? Hey, do you wanna buy? It's other things to talk about. Hey, I thought about you. Uh, I know that we had a conversation two weeks ago and this podcast just came out from our CMO. This might be a really good piece of content to kind of help you with your business. Oh, hey, you know, we've been talking for the past three months. I know you've been very busy and you're not ready to, you know, to, to purchase. A facility services, um, a facility service provider. So I'm going to give you like three episodes that I thought would be really helpful for you to help you kind of decide on what direction to move in, in, in X. This gives your sales team reasons to reach out. Okay, when you give your sales team reasons to reach out, you give them more opportunities. To instead of just saying, "Hey, do you want to buy?" you give them more of like, "Hey, this came out. I thought about you. This might be of interest." All right. Number three is relationship serendipity. This is kind of neat. You need a tool to connect with hard to reach people that you want to know. The serendipity of those, the serendipity of those relationships can lead to many things, customers, partners, co-marketing, referrals, etc. So this is what I, this is how you better, best one you want to use this is that when you are like, say like you're trying to enter a market, all right, or you're trying to enter into a, a specific niche or an industry, like let's say that you're an IFM and you're trying to target um, you know, retail stores that have less than 100 locations across the United States. Okay, so that might be a pretty big you know, space, might be a small space, I don't know. I'm just kind of giving you an idea. What if you started interviewing all of the facility managers or all of the you know, director of facilities or all the VP of facilities of each of those um, retail stores and you started kind of like saying, hey, I, I want you to share some knowledge about the, the facility space for, for um, retail spaces that are under 100 locations and what kind of strategies that you use because their strategies might be different for like, say like a Walmart that has thousands and thousands of locations. And so all of a sudden it's like, oh, you, you start you know interviewing these people and then they start thinking like, hey man, this was a great interview. I should consider doing business with them. And this exactly is what happened to me whenever I was working at CMI Mechanical. I had interviewed a CEO uh, for one of the big IFMs out in California. Um, they're, they're, they, are, they are an Inc. 5000 company. And essentially that interview led to many other conversations in the near future. Eventually led to actually me performing some services for their company for a long time um, that has been returning dividends for them as well too. So that's another cool one. So the fourth one is gonna be a cornerstone content. And so you need more source material to power all of the channels you use to reach your customers. So this could be many things like, but 50% or more of your entire source content could, could originate from your podcast. So social clips, posts, articles, and videos. So this is kind of what I use this podcast for is that it gives me more content to share. So. I know I'm not currently doing this at the moment, and maybe it's something I should start doing probably more sooner rather than later, is that I, you know the reason I record these podcasts and I actually record them with actual, like not just like audio, but also with film, is to allow me to use it as cornerstone content so I can repurpose this content different ways. 
this content as well too that I'm creating, I can write blogs for these, okay? So I'm on the verge of breaking 100 podcast episodes here shortly. And so I can literally write 100, ep- 100 blog posts. What would that do for my company? Uh, you know, Or what would that do for my brand? Uh, a lot. It, it would do a ton for my brand. It would do a ton uh, as far as you know what I'm doing, um, as, as far as growing and whatnot. Same thing would happen if we when we launch a podcast for Ratmate. We'd be doing the same thing, where this is going to give us like some some content to start sharing, distributing, the chopping up, and that sort of stuff. So this is a great way to create like micro content out of macro stuff that you've already created. Okay. Number five is education advertising. This is a big one, all right? Ad creative sources from podcast clips are ads with the purpose of guaranteeing that your perfect customer will see your content and hopefully as a byproduct start to like you. This is content designed to compel them to stop their scroll and learn something from you. So I see this done a lot by a guy named Chris Walker. Chris Walker is the CEO of a company called Refine Lab. They are an agency that focuses on doing uh, marketing for SaaS companies in the enterprise space, okay? They do a very good job. Chris is a very intelligent person. I listen to his podcast very frequently. And so where I'm coming from here is is that um, he takes these clips and he he makes like, you know, he might have like a 60-minute podcast and he will take like an eight or nine or 10-minute clip because the limit is 10 minutes, so eight or nine minutes, and he would publish that and then he would write long copy format about what he's talking about in the clip and he breaks down something very important. Something that's very education rich where he's educating his audience and letting them know about the value of X or why you think you should be doing Y and, and you know why you should be you know considering to do Z next quarter, that sort of stuff. When you educate your audience, they start thinking like, you know what? You're someone that I trust a lot, I like you and you're giving me a ton of great information, I should start listening to what you have to say. I should consider what you're doing. I should probably buy from you. This is kind of why I'm doing this podcast. Now, again, I know I don't have any content out there on, on, on LinkedIn or, or any other social channels about my podcast as much as just like me sending out you know direct messages and stuff like that. But what I'm trying to kind of uh, almost kind of uh, point out here is that this this is essentially just a way of educating and and I plan on monetizing off of this. I've been saying this for for months, okay? Right now is not the time for me. You know, right now I'm not in that season of trying to find a way to monetize from this. And in, you know, we'll probably be seeing that, you know, change here shortly. I've been talking about it and things are shifting as far as like me kind of, you know, allocating time into that and, and doing that. So you know, we'll be looking at doing that as well too, but where I'm coming from is education is huge, okay? Number six is retention reinforcement. You need a tool to remind customers why they chose you and continue to love you, okay? So if you have customers and you have podcasts, you should be sharing your podcast to your customers. Remember how I said that your your podcast um, is an opportunity for your sales team to actually sit, speak about something and use that as a tool? Also use this as, use this as retention as well too because the content that you're sharing should be good and should be usable and useful to anyone. So whether you are a customer, a prospect, or someone that is way up at the top of the funnel, it should be used at different parts of the funnel no matter what. 
Now, this typically podcasts are used more on top of the top of the funnel to try to get people into the doors. It's, it's typically used as your free way of like, hey, this is great. Another way how to leverage podcasting though is this: you can have a private podcast for only customers that you have, and maybe this private podcast is giving insider secrets for your facility managers, giving insider secrets for like property management companies or um, to share about how to do X or you know why you should do Y. And it's insider stuff. So it's not top of funnel, it's bottom of funnel customers, but you give them more information. It's no different from like subscription services that like, hey, you're doing this, Netflix does this, you're already paying me $15 a month, do you want more? And if you do, you get X, Y, and Z. Okay, number, huh, there's no number seven because number seven was missed. So there's only nine in this one. Number eight is stream of important insight, okay? Um, And so talking with people you sell to or other experts in the industry allow you to learn even better how they think, the problems they have and the way they operate in a way that also provides value to them. You can use all of this to continue to refine your positioning, messaging, and product development. So this is pretty self-explanatory in my opinion, right? So all you're simply doing is you're using the content within your podcast to kind of just expand a little bit more on on just knowledge and and sharing insights, insider secrets, that sort of stuff. Number nine, this one is a big one and I actually agree with this. This is real ABM. This is real account-based marketing. ABM stands for account-based marketing. So you create episodes that highlight specific industries you sell to or ideally specific companies and ideas you have for them that could help them and then essentially you share it with them. And so when you do this, this approach is, is huge to be, in, to be honest in my opinion um, because not only does it give something like for your sales team um, to talk about, but like when you start interviewing like key accounts that you're going after, they're like, hey, we have 25 targeted accounts. We know exactly who we want to talk to. We've got this podcast that relates to their industry. We want them to shed some light about X, Y, and Z, and we want them to educate the audience, and we are going to highlight them, and then we're going to create some really cool clips, showcase them, and make look make them look like the big hero, if you will. All of a sudden, what you've done is is if you, you've created a, a um, an advocate all right, and that person is going to be like, man, I am so happy that you interviewed me. That is huge. Using account-based marketing strategy and using a podcast would be a great way of doing this. Again, not going to return huge dividends immediately, but you will be planting seeds and growing and, and watering and all that stuff where, to, where you will see the fruits of this labor really pay out. And then number 10, technically is number 9 because there's no number 7, the personality difference. Um, And this one is the companies who are dedicated to building the most sharply defined personality for their brand will get the largest share of the market at the highest profit. And so this is this is so flipping true. You see this in news anchors. You see this in news radio. You see this in sports radio. You see this in everything. I mean, think about this. Look, look at look at um, if uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Peyton Manning fan. I love the guy. Okay. And so, you know, what he's done here is, is we all know he was really funny on TV, right? He had great commercials. He was on Saturday Night Live. The, great, the guy's a great personality. Now he's got this big thing going on on like Monday Night Football where him and his brother start kind of like bringing on guests and they start cracking jokes and they start talking about football and, and ripping each other and all that stuff. That is cool. 
that is building brand equity. Okay. And what, what, you know, what's, what's interesting about this is that his voice, his personality, people are buying that brand. When you have a podcast, people are buying you. And I know that my personality may not be a fit for everybody. I understand that. And I'm okay with that. I know at times I can be a little brash. I can be very straightforward. I can be very blunt. And, and I'm okay with that. And, and I've been known to be that kind of person. But at the end of the day, what I'm trying to point out and kind of make very, very clear here is that with a podcast and, and a platform like this, you should let your personality come out of who you are because people will buy you. And that's what's going to make you generate more revenue in the near future, right? So instead of having 10, I gave you nine, okay? But those are nine reasons why you should have a podcast for your um, IFM or property management company. If you don't have one, you should launch one. There's technically, like literally, I think there's probably five or six podcasts in this industry as we speak in facilities management. And property management, that might be slightly more, but I can't imagine it be, that being that much more, okay? And so I'm the only one at the moment that talks about marketing. And why? Because this is my forte. This is what I do. This is what I do as a career. I've built a platform um, doing very, very well in marketing um, at different levels, okay? At a basic level, you know, running my own company and then getting better at it at a corporate level, working for um, a, a private, um, you know, commercial HVAC company. And, and I've gone, you know, relatively high, you know, and quickly with good re results, going to as high as like working for a private company in, in the Inc. 5000 space to like now working for a tech company, although not in the facility space, very similar space as far as like what's going on in there. And then, you know, like, we're carving out some really cool stuff and we're doing things that are just different that no one's really doing. And so I look at other spaces, I'm like, we're gonna model that and do that for our company. And that's how you should be leveraging podcasts. You should be listening to other podcasts, not just mine, and find ways on what other people are doing. And like, oh, that's really cool, I should do that. So starting a podcast in the facility space is actually a really good idea. And if you like, well, there's six of them, it's too crowded, it's not crowded. Imagine if I started a podcast that's about marketing. And you're like, Javier, you have a podcast about marketing. I do not. I have a podcast about marketing in the facility management space. All of a sudden, my, my, my competition went from like dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of actual marketing gurus down to like me. Think about that. So find your niche and niche down so much that only you can fit. Okay, when you do that, you set your brand apart. All right, so again, my name is Javier with Facility Management Marketing Podcast. Um, if you could do me three favors, that would be great. Number one, if you can like, I'm sorry, if you can share this podcast with a colleague, um, that would be great. Either DM them, text message them, something, but share this podcast with a colleague. This is how we're gonna grow our podcast, and this is how we're gonna get more people to learn how to improve their marketing, okay? Especially if you are, a future marketing leader or an aspiring marketing leader or if you're like a c-suite person or an exec person in the facility space and you're and you're like we need to find ways to grow our, our you know our business even more you know our goal is to grow by 10 or 20 percent and, and marketing is not in the mix like you need this so if you can share this and help you know grow your business in the industry that would be awesome number two is if you can connect with me on linkedin 
Um, you can find me on linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. Um, and if you have any questions about kind of episodes that I've done in the past, or even if you have questions on like, hey, what's your take on this? I do that as well too. So I'm very collaborative with my audience. Um, people ask me questions. I'd love to see if you can talk about this or teach about this, and I do that. Um, so I do that quite a bit. And then number three, if you can give us a five-star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Super appreciate all that stuff. So other than that, have a wonderful day and I'll talk to everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.